Your shoes are on the floor? Okay, maybe Daddy can help you put your shoes on? Okay, that's adorable. (laughs) But before we start picking up our stones to stone Ananias and Sapphira, because obviously the Lord already did that, I want us to be real careful. Let us not be so arrogant that we also think we cannot slip into hypocrisy. Because hypocrisy... And I think we all do this. I think I do this. I think you guys do this. I think the Lord is pressing this out of us. Hypocrisy. Three hours later, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter asked her, tell me, is this the price you and Ananias got for the land? Yes, she said, that is the price. And Peter said to her, how could you agree to test the spirit of the Lord? Look, the feet of the men who who buried your husband are at the door and they will carry you out also at that moment she fell down at his feet and died then the young men came in and finding her dead carried her out and buried her with her husband great fear seized the whole church and all who heard about these events thanksgiving after reading the scriptures This is the word which God entrusted to his people Israel and the body of Messiah. Through Yeshua our Messiah, the living Torah has been written on our hearts. We can now serve him in the spirit that gives life to us in covenant relationship with Yeshua. We are new creations in the Messiah being conformed to his image. Amen. Thanks, you guys. The name of my Josh Josh is Trusting and Treasuring Yeshua. So from my limited perspective, I think that the season the Lord has us in is growing our roots deep and our branches wide. That in all of our lives, he's doing that Psalm 1 tree, where he's growing our roots deep, deep, deep into Yeshua, the gospel, the word, abiding in him, and our branches are branching out. Yep, they're getting pruned, and that kind of hurts, but they're also full and plush and fruitful, and they're stretching out. They're reaching out. The Lord is sanctifying and strengthening our character. The Lord is pressing Yeshua and his gospel deeper and deeper into our hearts. So if you were like us, um, the last storm, who had flooding in their basement? Wow, that was not fun, was it? (laughs) Storms, right? What storms do is they expose and they shake things so you can see what you're really dealing with. What storms do is apply pressure on your foundation's cracks. Storms apply pressure 
where you're weak. Where perhaps you thought you were strong, but it turns out you have a gusher in your basement that you never knew was there. Well, as we looked at Ananias and Sapphira, they were in the middle of a storm. Their community was changing. It was growing. It's now 5,000 people. Barnabas, whose actual name is Joseph, gave this voluntary gift. Whenever there was a need, there was this voluntarily people were giving. No one told them to give. They just were giving. And then when they didn't have enough to give, they sold something. And then they gave that. And it's very voluntary out of the overflow of their hearts. Well, Barnabas gave a gift. And he got a nickname. He got a nickname from the leaders. He got in. He's in. He's in the inner circle. They named him Son of Encouragement. News travels fast. What other people think about you. Right? Whether it's low grade or whether it's pretty blatant. Whether it's what you say or whether it's what you refrain from saying. And ultimately, we are not lying to one another. We are lying to God. Because we are trusting and treasuring the impression that we're giving out. We're trusting that that impression that what other people think of us is somehow going to help us. Impression management erodes transparency. It steals the freedom to confess sin. We think it's protecting us, but it actually is just devouring us and enslaving us. So what's the idol beneath the sin? Because lying is a sin. What's the idol beneath the sin? When we do impression management, we are trusting that our performance will increase our worth. And then performance becomes our idol. The thing we look to, the thing we check with, did it go okay? Did it not go okay? How'd that come across? We are trusting in something other than God to give us our worth. And when you've been a believer for a long time, you get real good at it, and you might not even know you're doing it. So you have to pray and ask the Lord to graciously and carefully bring up those rocks in your soil. And as he starts shaking your ground and the rock shows up, you're like, oh, look, a little pebble. It's so cute. And he shakes it a little more, and you're like, well, that's kind of a rock. And then he shakes it a little more, and you're like, golly, is this thing ever going to end? And then he shakes and shakes, and a boulder comes out. I never knew that was there. At least that's what I've experienced in my life. I'm okay. I'm fine. The Lord's like, oh, okay. Shake, 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 shake. Oh, I'm feeling a little shaky. My old tactics aren't working. It's because the Lord is putting his finger He was putting his finger on foundation stones in my foundation that weren't going to work for the next season. Sarah, your self-sufficiency, it's not going to work. Your ability to solve all the problems and get all the answers right, it's not going to work. Your ability to know exactly what to do in every moment, it's not going to work. Your desire to be in control in every single moment, it's not going to work. 
I am shaken. And thank God for the shaking. Thank God for the shaking. Thank God that he doesn't leave us with these boulders in our soil and they're harming other people and we don't even know it. In those moments, when we are trusting in something other than God to give us our worth, that's breaking the number one commandment. You shall have no other gods before me. Because where do we ultimately get our worth and our value from? If I handed out a theological quiz right now, I bet everybody would ace it. Big A. Yes, 100%. I would. I would get all the right answers. Right? But functionally, in real life, when the rubber meets the road and you are being shaken, and you are seeing things, and people are bringing corrections and showing you your blind spots, wow, and your idols are saying, yo, you're failing me. You're like, I don't know what to do. Functionally, sometimes we're worshiping a different God. Sometimes. Sometimes, Our idols lie to us and they say, if I perform, if you perform, then you will have worth. If you perform perfectly, then you will be accepted. If you perform, you'll have value. If you perform, you'll be justified. But it's lying. The idol is lying. Idols lie. They don't ever, ever, ever ever deliver what they promise. They don't ever forgive you. They can't make you clean. And when you fail them, they crush you. They don't ever give you grace. We do not serve a God like that. We serve a God who sees, who hears your bondage when you were in Egypt, and he comes down and he takes action. Before you even see him, he comes. He is coming, I-N-G. Because there is good news. There is good news of great joy for all people, that God himself took on flesh, became a man, died on a cross for our sins, my sins, my impression management, my false idols. He died. And by trusting in him, he gives me his righteousness. He gives me his value, his worth. It's all mine by an objective thing that happened. The good news is that God loves you because he loves you, 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 because he loves you. He He has already set his affection on you. He already looks at you with tender love and mercy and says, come, come to me, come to me. Because of Yeshua's life, because of what he did, his life, his death on the cross, his resurrection, and his ascension, 
All the benefits of the covenant are ours. They're given to us by grace. We didn't have to fulfill the law because he fulfilled it. So now we can freely serve and freely worship and freely perform. And it's just performing. It's not bad. We're not looking to performance to feed us or control or security or money or whatever. He gives us the fullness of himself. The benefits of the covenant are ours because of what he did through Yeshua, through trusting and treasuring Yeshua, it is already declared we have full worth, we have full acceptance, we have full value, we have full justification. So we need to draw a line from the fullness of our worth, from the benefits of experiencing the covenant with God, draw a line back to Yeshua. Do not draw the line from receiving the benefits of the covenant to your performance. Make sure you got your cables plugged in right. Because these are objective truths that I see the Lord pressing deeper and deeper into our hearts. Pressing deeper and deeper into our lives. Helping us understand the implication of what this means because they're really real and when you finally when we when we trust and we treasure Yeshua then like it says in Deuteronomy I love this verse Adonai your God you will fear him because of what he has done. You will serve him because of what he has done. To him you will cling. By his name you will swear. He is your praise. He is your God. Who has done these great and awesome things that your eyes have seen? Look to Adonai. Treasure and trust Yeshua. Shabbat Shalom.